Hello mercenaries, this is Carolyn and you are listening to Merc News. The battle against the clans has seen some success this week as Sun, we, signal, detect more. We are Clan Jade Falcon, conquerors of the inner sphere. Through the strength of Kerensky's ways we have endured. And by the sharpness of our talons, we have cut a path through your worlds. Turkina's wings bear us now to a new frontier, to House Kirina and her mighty armed forces. Know this, whatever the outcome, we are happy to join in battle with such worthy adversaries, and accept those who would stand beside us for so great a contest. Give up your fight and join your superiors, or die and be forgotten. My apologies, our signal was attacked by an outside source, but that should show you how close the clans are getting if they can attack our signal. They are certainly close enough to be listening to this broadcast. Clan Jade Falcon is now the biggest threat out of the clans conquering over 90 planets, more than any of the clans, but there is hope. We intercepted a strange holovid this week, strange because it originated from the capital planet of Rasselhog. It showed a man of the FRR wearing ancient armor and clothing and requested pilots and soldiers to pick up arms and fight back, asking for aid from anyone. It would seem that forces were still held up within the planet and plotted a rebellion, and it has seen some victory. As the faction has now reclaimed their home world and all of the surrounding planets, we will watch this area closely for new developing news. The feud between the new Star League and House Kirita has turned out to look more like a war between Kirita and Merrick. Draconis Combine forces have pushed past the planet Terra, and into Merrick territory. The Avian's forces have done little against the faction and focus their efforts on Liao instead. Many pilots have gotten their hands on new mechs, the Panther, Enforcer, Grasshopper, and the Zeus. These mechs have surprised the clans and helped hold them back. The effort against the clans has seen success as the invasion has begun to slow. The clans are getting close to Mercanus headquarters. As the front draws near, we will continue to do our best to keep giving you the news you need. Join us next week and keep up to date on all things in the inner sphere and Merc status. My name is Carolyn and this has been Merc News. Merc News is a Beer Warriors production. Check them out at beerwarriors.net. No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy, Max Devs and Beer podcast number 18. My name is Phil and I'm your host. Today is March 19th, 2015 and I'm joined by Darren. As you guys know, I'm Bombadil. What's going on, old man? Hey, doing well. Excited for another Max Devs and Beer. You you almost, originally we've done a couple takes here. You almost said number 118. Of course, we've done a ton of uh, regular NGNG podcasts. But yeah, we're only on 18 with the Max Devs and Beer. So we it all one. it all blurs dude there's yeah. so many there's so many yes. all right uh so anyways uh we got another max and beer podcast where we sit down with one of the developers at piranha games and today we have a really cool guest i'd like to introduce uh well i'm probably gonna butcher it is tina benoit is that correct yeah that's right you got it right hello first Bam. time you got it right 
first time. <laughs> wink, right. wink. That she was like a hundredth time. The community manager at Piranha Games, uh, and uh, well, quite new to the the position. And uh, anyways, thank you for being on and uh, gonna sit down and chat a few. But thank you. So, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, welcome, uh, Tina, to PGI, and welcome to BattleTech and MechWarrior and this community. Enjoy. <laughs> we'll get <laughs> into you. that. Okay. All right. So first things, uh, you know, coming into BattleTech and MechWarrior, are you familiar with? what you got yourself into or like did you know about BattleTech or MechWarrior or were you like the what? Do you even know? <laughs> uh, I did not when I first uh, st- I did research um, when I uh, when I applied for sure and um, but before then no uh, not at all <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say well. Battletech is what? It's over twenty five. It's going on what twenty six, twenty seven years now. Well, since eighty four, so really thirty years. But thirty, okay. Yeah, I bought it in eighty four. I don't know if it was out before that. I don't think so. But yeah, um, you're going to get schooled on this entire universe over the next oh, yeah. however uh, many months and years. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of studying um, since I've started. Lots of links to, to lots of things to read, basically. Sarna.net is your friend. Oh, yeah. And um, I've even uh, been thinking about maybe picking up a book or something like that. Ooh. we could, we could, Yeah, we could direct you to some excellent books. Mm, That would be nice. All right. So so, we can't uh, ask her what her favorite book is yet. Well, not yet. Future. I I guess I can't (laughs) ask you. um, Just said, you know, you started looking into it. I'm sure you're like, what? Google (laughs) MechWarrior. I mean, I guess what's been your sort of first impression? Were you like giant robots, really? Like, really? Like, what were your thoughts when you, you know, actually saw what MechWarrior was? The first thing I looked at was um, old videos, uh, and I saw trailers, and I thought, wow, this looks really cool. Um, I really like action and whatnot, so I was really fascinated by the first couple videos and the gameplay videos. And then um, I, I went into the game. It was not at all how I thought it would feel compared to other, you know, shooting games out there. So it well, was quite surprising. That actually leads into, I do want to talk more about your position at Piranha Games because mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're kind of making a little bit of a comparison that I know about, but the listeners don't know. Um, which is your previous experience in the gaming industry. You actually do have a little bit of experience with giant stompy robots, yeah? That's right. You want to tell us a little bit about that, where you came from? Uh, yeah, well, it, my this position basically for me started uh, at um, a publishing game company where we were hosting a game called SD Gundam Capsule Fighter. So it's miniature versions of giant mobile suits robots yeah i shouldn't say robots (laughs) (laughs) don't say robots around here (laughs) no (laughs) battle mechs but yeah so you you know robots i mean we're all familiar with gundam and um Mm -hmm. more of an arcadey type game or whatever i totally just googled this and oh my they're like cute versions of gundam that they're they're, tiny tiny. oh my they're They're so cute cute. Well, that might they, win you some points with some people already. Basically, they're, they're, the idea is that they come out of 
capsule machines. You know, you put in a coin and you spin the thing and they come out in little cute little bubble capsules and it pops open and it's like a little toy. That's how we're delivering the urban mech, I believe. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> cute little urban mech. We've seen the, uh, the screenshots today. Okay, so. Yes. Phil, you want to... Uh... Take that one. Sorry, I was I was looking at. He's so looking at cute. the cute little Max. I'm like, well, <laughs> well, I was like, I've never heard of this. What is this? Okay, okay. So, so you do have some. Okay, experience with, um, giant. But well, I do we want to call them giant stuff? No, no, they're they're robots. Cute little they're, robots. The normal versions are, of course, Gundam right. is Gigantor, but they're shrunk down. Basically, SD means super deformed. Like the name of the game, SD Gundam. It's supposed to be super deformed Gundam capsule fighter. Interesting. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, uh, so anyways, let's go ahead before we, you know, go down that route. Um, yes. Your position at Piranha Games, you're the community manager. Uh, you know, I guess we can ask, what does that entail for you exactly? Um, biggest part would be the communication, you know, the basically the bridge between developers to the players so that both know what's going on on both on either side um another big part i think is to bring the community together you know they to share their content with with each other and seeing what kind of events uh, everybody enjoys and basically taking all the feedback that i can helping them enjoy their game now you'll be speaking with the community on a regular basis you're right. but you also have an in with the marketing department which kind of designs the events and the sales That's and stuff right. like that too right mm-hmm. so you'll have maybe a hand in uh the weekend or events or the like the current week-long event and so forth yeah that's right i've been already started that um when we were planning the uh what was it the pot of gold event and um Lucky Charms. Yeah, that's right. When players were mentioning they really liked the Halloween and the Christmas event. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys definitely knocked it out of the park with the Lucky Charms. Everybody likes free stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of what you do sounds very familiar to Phil and I. We've always considered ourselves kind of community builders. Uh, Mm -hmm. Same idea, supporting the community. Um, Phil and I you know, obviously before NGNG, Phil's talked to you a little bit about what we were doing. We were gamers and, you know, played other games together. And that's kind of what led here. Are you yourself a gamer? Do you do you play games? Yes. Um, I mainly play um, MMORPGs or MOBA. Well, mostly League of Legends. I guess I don't play the other ones. But, um, and RPGs, like a lot of the free-to-play, like... Uh, Arcade, or um, I used to be really into the Nexon games. So are you are you tending your crops in Arcade? <laughs> I don't play it anymore, but I did play it for. N- a neither do I. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. was yeah, beautiful game, but don't play it anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you are a gamer. That's a great thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I let go of the console. I just I'm all on PC now. Yay, PC. <laughs> I was going to make some snide comment about PC, Xbox, it's not going (laughs) to go anywhere. But no, okay, so, (laughs) you know, coming in, so what is it like, I mean, to be a gamer as well as a CM? I mean, obviously, you're you're a gamer, and you're going to have the, you know, as far as interaction as a gamer. Does that that help you, or does that bring anything to the table, especially when dealing with 
players that, you know, for the job that, you know, you're working at? Um, I can put myself in their shoes. I think that's the most um, I get out of that. Is Empathy. Yeah, like I can see their point in what they say or what they want and kind of thing or how they could feel about certain things. Well, that's a um, great quality to have because uh, definitely as community manager, while you will deal with people that are very happy and so forth, a lot mm -hmm. of it is people that have issues and, and problems that need resolved. So you've got to have that empathy. Yeah. Well, I think it comes down to when, with anything um, out there, if, if I'm a community member and I have an issue or maybe I have a suggestion, it's the fact of is, does it land on deaf ears or is it at least it lands on someone, you know, at least whether or not it's, it's dealt with or accepted, if it's an idea, it's just the fact of someone is listening. I feel like that's something that, you just mentioned that you heard that they liked the uh, Halloween and the, the Christmas holiday, you know, next thing you know, you do a pot of gold and boom, you know, it's, it's one of those little things where taking community feedback and then actually applying, you know, what you heard. And I think that's, that's actually a really a positive thing, especially for the community, because they see that. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I'm still learning the game, so I'm trying to understand everything that they're talking about, whether it's the forums or uh, social medias and whatnot. But um, when I understand their language fully, then I will definitely get better at taking their their uh, feedback. You picked a uh, an IP that is so rich in history. I mean, you mentioned the novels, previous games, mm. but just like the the jargon used, you know, it's like if you know, like not saying robots. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> Or, or, you know, just in-game terms and, and, you know, uh, just all the dialogue that happens and coming in. And it's something that me and Darren have, you know, we take for granted, right? I mean, so you're sort of bringing something unique in the perspective of you're new to the IP as well. Uh, and you're going to be new to the game. So, I mean, that's actually, a, I think it's a good strategy because, you know, speaking of which, I, I, I guess we can sort of dive into this uh, new player experience. I mean, you're literally living it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh... That's uh, one of the first things that I was thinking about is that I, I can see in the new player's point of view at this point um, how steep the learning curve is. and uh... It's steep. We yeah, know. Very, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, um, and I think that's, that's actually a really cool perspective that someone like yourself brings to the table is you literally can say, this is what it's, it's, you know, we're not doing, and this is something we can improve upon. And obviously uh, this goes into discussion of the town hall meetings with Russ. And we were just talking about this, Darren, that, you know, new player experience was pretty much, it's a, it's a huge, huge thing. So, I mean, that's awesome that you you're going to be able to combine your own personal experience and saying like, Hey, like I hopped in game and I had no idea what was going on on this perspective. And Hey, we really need to fix this and that. So I think that's, that's a really cool um, angle. Now, as Phil said, you know, you're, you're bringing something new to this. Uh, you're new to the IP for the most part. Um, and giant stompy mechs, battle mechs. And you also, I'm sure are aware there's been a couple previous community managers. It's a, I would say it's a tough market. It's a tough job. What are you most nervous about, uh, being the new community manager? I would say saying the wrong things or, um, yeah, that, that's why I haven't been communicating too much yet uh, or talking to, to the community too much yet is uh, I don't want to say anything 
wrong yet that would possibly offend them or anything like that. Um, We've told everybody that you're in MechWarrior <laughs> boot camp, so right. <laughs> you're getting trained. I, I could probably say is like, I think in general, your communication doesn't really even need to be as far as like the knowledge of the game probably wouldn't even have to be at all even really important and i think that's one of the things the community manager yes having game knowledge is really important but a lot of these issues that these players or whatever are having are non-game related you know so uh, i don't think that i don't i would say i think you'd be surprised you know of the the sort of freedom you'd get from being new to the ip and stuff like that so i don't think you would you would offend anybody like say in robots no there's no. people that <laughs> people play will play with tech. you yeah or battletech players that say robots too and i'm and it gets on yeah. like come on get yeah, really it's you know but, <laughs> but uh, we, we mess with each other i i think yeah the the main thing i think phil hit it on the uh nail on the head earlier is just the communication listening and and communicating back with them that's gonna be the most important thing regardless of whether you have 30 years of battletech history right of course because in reality, like, I mean, I play quite a bit. I mean, you're never going to be the best or, like, be able to understand every single nuances of every single mech and every little detail. I mean, there's just so much out there. So there's a lot to be, uh, you know, forgiven when it comes to that. But, uh, you know, what are you most excited about, I guess? It's been about, I think, three weeks now that I've been here, and I've I've been really happy with everything so far. Like, I really like working here i've been staying i keep wanting to stay later than usual <laughs> so. i noticed last night you uh, were in the office very late yeah i, I don't know it's just uh i want to stay basically <laughs> um Good. so yeah i'm really excited to basically just everything yeah everything <laughs> i can't really put it to one thing um i can't wait to get comfortable with everything and everyone and know everybody like the staff really well too so i can directly go bug them whenever I want kind of thing. <laughs> gotcha. Totally. So now you mentioned uh, you've just been there for a few weeks. Um, do you already have like plans for the the near future? Do you basically have goals for, let's say, the first six months of working for PGI? Uh, yes. Um, well, one which uh, just started was the community spotlight, but this is more of a smaller thing. I would say... Um, giving support to player-created tournaments or events and such like that in a way that we could help them, whether it's contributing with little prizes or, or, um, or you know, making it more known to the community, like uh, announcements and such. Speaking of the, the, the spotlight and the community events, leagues and tournaments and so forth, um, you did just release the first community spotlight which featured Major League Mech Warrior, the, the player-run uh, tournament that's coming up, as well as some other uh, community-created content. As I mentioned before, you know, this community is insane. It's in a good way. Amazingly talented people, uh, yes. a lot of content out there. So basically, what is the goal with the uh, Community Spotlight? What kind of content will you be looking for? Mainly, I would say mainly... Well, as I put on on the current one, the the latest one is um, the the thing that was highlighted the most was the tournament. I would say actually a little bit of everything. I would say creations. I, I really like 
what I've seen on the forums, um, it, it seems a bit hidden. Not many people go into that area. But, for example, there was a community-run event that I saw, which was really neat. It was a great idea, and I don't know if that many people knew about it. It was called the dodgeball event or something like that. Um, and I'd really like to see more of those and um, be able to help them get it more out there. Um, so really anything that's kind of highlight in the community at that current time. I'm sure every, every week or month will be different. There will be something new and exciting like uh, someone creating a new um, guide or, or, or even a website because I saw many user-created websites as well, like the Smurfy. Um, but yeah, the tournaments, I think, definitely can get our support. From what I see, they, they're doing a really good job organizing themselves. Well, speaking of the tournaments and support, that's something that you're kind of finalizing right now, right? Is kind of yes, that's right. establishing a pipeline for supporting the community directly from PGI? Yeah, we're we're still um, coming up with what we can do. Um, basically, a set thing that will be fair for for everybody who for the, organizes. Yeah, the new events and the the ones that have been around for years, literally, like Run Hunter Die. They were they had an alpha event, so they were before the game even launched. They were doing events like the dodgeball that you mentioned and, and Wobbly Wednesdays. The Beer Warriors put on that I think are amazing and great and and every like you said every week there'll be new ones you'll be checking reddit or the forums or whatever and people will try things and i've always felt that there needs to be more support for these types of events from mm. pgi and that you know it's hard to do these kinds of things and people do it on their own time and they're well i, I sort of see and this is something maybe a question for you uh, you don't have to have the answer but if you do you know i i feel like one of possibly the issue is you mentioned it um just visibility um, I mean, yes. so that's what you're sort of providing. You're providing shining the spotlight, you know, yes. but for regular Joe Schmo it, or maybe uh, whether it's artwork or whatever, a lot of the times stuff just gets lost. I mean, uh, you go to the general discussion. Uh, I mean, you post something up that may be totally pertinent, but it gets, you know, it's on the second or third page by the you know afternoon and, and or fan section. And I feel like that's always the tough thing is shining light is, uh, you know, um, whether it's we call it uh, daily mech porn. I used to post up, you know, uh, pieces of artwork that people would do. And there's a few like uh, a, a Battletech mech warrior artist on DeviantArt and we'd, you know, share and stuff like that. But um, I, I feel like that is sort of, I don't know if it's just the form sort of structure or there's no way for people to like submit stuff on a daily or weekly or monthly basis. And I feel like that's probably one of the, the biggest things is just getting that visibility um or even it doesn't even have to be acknowledgement per se but if someone does something really cool you know let's i think you what you're saying things getting lost i think that is a big yeah. issue there, there's there's so many amazingly talented artists in this community is, yeah and it's just like if you didn't you know like there's halloween art threads that are just gone or there's you know whatever and and, and it's just amazing there there needs to be like almost a an art gallery that's always established, always there where you, people don't have to dive through threads, maybe like a, a hall of fame or something like that. Because I mean, seriously, mm. there's some beautiful stuff. Yeah, that would be neat. Mm. More ideas. For, yeah. Ideas for, you know, fan creations. And, yeah. There, there, I was amazed. I saw some, uh, people transforming their, basically their desk into. Yes. A, a, a mech cockpit. 
Yeah, I was so impressed. <laughs> One guy literally built an atlas head. So the entire, like, man, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how some of these people do this, but <laughs> yeah, it's insanity. And this stuff needs to be out there and shown. And that's what you're going to do. That's part of what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So um, I, I guess could I ask, from a community uh, managers, uh, how do you feel about, like, player expectations? Is that something that, um, you know, is something that sort of falls upon your shoulders? Um, I saw a lot of uh, feedback on the forums on, on what players expect from from community managers, basically. And um, what I noticed, a lot of them were asking for communication. I think that was the biggest thing I saw them asking for. Um, saying they want to know what's going on with the devs and they want their voices to be heard kind of thing. Yep, I can totally agree with that like i said before and phil i think that's the most important thing listening and communicating mm-hmm. so if someone is you know or, or trying maybe they're doing something or they you know uh, obviously you have these submissions or how does one contact you like if i've got a pretty cool piece of artwork or maybe i did this story or write-up or maybe i'm doing an event is there a pipeline right now for you know someone to reach out for that uh, yeah, for for creations like that, um, there's an email which uh, people can contact. It's community at mwomerks.com. So it's like, um, you know how there's the feedback uh, email and then there's the support emails? Well, this one is community at, basically, where they can submit uh, all the details of their... Uh, creations or YouTube channel or art or tournament or anything like that. And you read that uh, every day, once a week, once a month? Oh, every day. It comes to me directly. Um, I'm looking at it right now. It's, it's yeah, every day. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that answer, but wanted same them with, to know. Yeah, same with feedback. Um, I'm still figuring out how I'm going to do that, but there is a feedback email as well. Um, and I'm going to basically try and organize it in categories and see how I can share that with uh, the designers and collect it, basically. That'd be awesome. And, you know, diving in here, like I said, it's it, there's, there's so many people out there. And, uh, you know, again, uh, stepping into that role. Um, again, I wouldn't be too afraid about, you know, lack of knowledge of the game and stuff. I, you know, I don't think that's a biggie. But speaking of which, the game... Um, you know, uh, is that something you're looking at getting into pretty, pretty hardcore? I mean, is that, is, do you got a favorite mech so far? Is there one that's because of your previous game? Is there anyone that's cute to you and you like it? I mean, what, what are you? Oh, RB is adorable. Um, yeah, I actually already have a favorite. Um, but I, I don't know if, should I share? Yes, okay? you should share. Yeah. <laughs> we, we actually, this is when we do mechs, devs, and beer normally and have somebody on for the first time, that's one of the questions, what their favorite mech is. So, yes, it would be appropriate if you do have one. Okay, well, I felt really OP when I was playing with the Timberwolf. That, that was, <laughs> I got attached, so. <laughs> well, that's understandable. It's a favorite of many people. Yes. Yeah. That's why I tried it. I'm like, hi, I've heard of this one a lot. I think I'm going to give it a try. Do you like the looks of it? Yeah, well... I, very curvy there yeah there's many that i would like i don't know how i would choose one that i dislike 
basically they all look very good i think but, I, I think we need to introduce her to the hunchback I, i'm just oh, saying. maybe i haven't <laughs> yeah. seen them all you're right <laughs> no 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 he's not saying it in a bad way the the reason they all look good is uh thanks to your fellow co-worker alex iglesias mm-hmm. he is a genius mech porn god creator <sighs> absolutely <laughs> All right. Well, I just want to say again, thank you, Tina, for answering the questions. And obviously, uh, you know, we're going to be interacting with you. Uh, well, we already do behind the scenes on a daily basis, but a lot mm-hmm. of the people out there may not know who you are. And I think it's it's great to now they do. get your voice out there. But, um, you know, we'll definitely have to have you, uh, like I said. Uh, in a timber wolf in, an, in a stream, one of these yeah, days. Maybe or on. <laughs> on a podcast or even on, you know, like I said, joking around, maybe there's a Tina's corner where you answer questions. I don't know. You never know. It's, it, it could happen. But, uh, uh, again, thank you for taking the time out of your work day to, uh, answering a few of these of who you are, what you do and, and what you're going to be doing. And I think, uh, it's always good hearing. And especially, like I said, I think the coolest thing is you are bringing that new player experience, that personalized experience. And I think right now, that that's a that's a big benefit so what's going to be so cool is going to be talking to her in six months and seeing how far she's come yes <laughs> that will Can't be awesome wait. not that mm-hmm. uh, i'm not excited that you're on board we are it's been it's nice to have another community support person working with us thank you thank you tina and a big thank you to our community, our new and old listeners, especially those old listeners, hey. <coughs> Darren, hey. um, and our amazing staff <laughs> and all of our sponsors and supporters. Thank you guys. Again, uh, you know, we post these up on YouTube and SoundCloud for you guys. So make sure to check it out both. Let us know uh, what you prefer. It's always interesting uh, knowing, well, I listen on SoundCloud or I listen on YouTube or I do both or or I don't but, listen to you. That's fine, too. Yeah, that's that's all right, too. So anyways, guys, this was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast signing off for tonight. This is Phil. This is Darren. This is Tina. Until next time, <laughs> Mech Warriors. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube at No Guts, No Galaxy TV, on Twitch at NGNG TV, on Facebook at No Guts, No Galaxy Podcast, on Twitter at No Guts, No Galaxy, on iTunes at No Guts, No Galaxy, or via your favorite podcatcher with the RSS feed at feeds.feedburner.com forward slash NGNG. It'd be best if you avoid me, but I know you probably can't. You sense something is wrong with me, you can feel it on my skin, but there is more. Just a little off The truth is at one time I was But now I'm a robot Forever